Assalamu alaikum, my nigga. It's episode 31 of the Loose Laces Podcast, coming to you live from Black History Month. I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black and in black. I'm Davon, and I'm joined oh virtually my by my... What? This man busted out of freestyle. You think you me? I beat you in a freestyle battle. Yo, shut up. That's not fair. I'm... Why are you bringing up old stuff? I, we haven't rapped since. All right. I got you. Don't worry. Bet. All right. All Anywho. Right. Go ahead. So, I'm Davon, and I'm joined virtually by my lovely co-host. Uh, Sneaker Shod, a.k.a. Strep the Caucus Shod. Yeah. yeah that, this is, That's so nasty. This is why. <laughs> shut up. This is why we're doing the show virtually, because I caught a case of strep throat, and right now I'm good. I'm I've been on the mend, but you know I gotta protect the family. So just doing you know exercising safe precautions. Yeah, this episode sound like shit. It's the internet's fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all good though. We feeding the streets. Yeah, we had to come back because I've been causing all kinds of bullshit on Twitter, and I, I need to address it. Nigga, I'm angry. <sighs> Well, first, do you, did you want to start with what you copped? Because I'll tell you this. I haven't copped a thing. I mean, it really hasn't been much. Like, right. I had a raffle for those, uh, another, what is this, my third pair of, no, fourth pair of Huff Dunks. Um, nothing that really mattered, for real, for real. I have been working diligently to make my 10th anniversary in search of varsity jackets. Mm. So, finalize the design. It's crazy how that came together, nigga. I had an idea, and three days later, I'm in talks with Golden Bear, one of the premier varsity jacket makers in the United States, in the world, globally recognized. And they're like, yeah, we accept your project. So, three days of planning, executed flawlessly. Now I'm just waiting on my sample, and then to get that shit out. And I'm now on the wait list for the Tiffany Nike Air Force One. And I haven't spent a single fucking dollar of Tiffany, but I'm just that nigga. All right, so you kind of breeze through a couple things. First of all, uh, it's nothing to sneeze at. We, we celebrating Black History Month, first of all, with your 10-year anniversary. With I'm not going to clap because <laughs> I want to clap because virtually this shit might blow your ears out. I've... <laughs> but yeah, so if you at home listen to this, if wherever you are, please clap for my man Davon and running a black owned business. Uh, second of all, uh, Tiffany, I guess we just gonna go straight into Tiffany then. Yes, yes, I would appreciate that. Okay, because nigga, um, I got hate in my heart. All right, what do you have hate for? Because we will cover all bases what we need to cover. All right, can I can no. I want to hear how you feel about the shoe before I, I start my bullshit. No, no, no. I want you. I want you to state your opinion. All right. So first and foremost, um, as far as with the Tiffany dunk, I mean, as far as with the Tiffany Air Forces, I know the initial response was, "Yo, how do you let other? How do you let Diamond Supply Company and Nike put out a GR that that represents Tiffany better than actual Tiffany and Co?" I think people were anticipating an Air Force One version of the Nike SB that already exists. And to be quite honest, we talking about themes. You know, I'm a big theme dude. Like my favorite shoe 
One of my favorite shoes of all time is the Piet Mondrian SB Dunk. Very plain, but it's, it pulls off the theme flawlessly. If we're talking about themes, these Tiffany & Co. Air Force Ones executed the theme to a T. Thank you. Like A++. The only thing that I wish that they could have done, I wish the sole wasn't fully black. Like if they did like a translucent... Um, dark colored soul either translucent black or translucent smoke gray i mean like just the just the bottom okay that that might be kind of hard um but to put just like a for a soul to be you know non-distinguishable from just a regular black pair of air force ones i do feel like that might have been the only part that was shortchanged but for the texture of the upper to feel like a tiffany uh box and then the small teal check in the teal lining and then the accessories oh my god i love the accessories they're so stupid yes it and it it probably represents like if tiffany were to break into the sneaker industry yeah they, they pulled an a plus move with this a plus yeah. okay let me have my thoughts. So, this is where I find fault with a lot of people's takes. And I, I just want to stress this from, from the very beginning. All of your mock-ups fucking suck. Every single mock-up, Nike ID, Photoshop, all of them, they all fucking suck. Everyone's been trying to push this. If it was an upper and it was Tiffany Blue, it would be hard. It sucks. Someone posted, uh, what was it? Clark Kent, where he did the... The dunk upper, uh-huh. basically, on the Air Force One, it fucking sucked. Dunks in Air Forces, in most cases, do not translate well. First oh. of all, I, all right, go ahead. No, I say it because I don't like retreads. I've never liked retreads. I don't understand the point of doing this. What's the word I'm looking for? Of doing something that's already been done. A rehash? Yeah, it's a retread. You retreaded it. So it's cool, but seldomly does a dunk translate one-to-one to an Air Force One. I didn't like it on those. I don't like it in most cases. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people need to look at it like this. This shoe is not for you. It's not meant for you. It's not really meant for me. This shoe mm-hmm. is meant for rich white people. For niggas that don't even wear sneakers, this is for their clientele. Just like they did their special Rolex, that wasn't meant for your regular ass. Now, I'm not going to say that people can have opinions, but I think people aren't looking at it as a whole. When you look at most collaborations, they are targeted for their demographic. Mm-hmm. You ain't in the Tiffany demographic. Now, you are in the Diamond Supply demographic, but you're not in the Tiffany demographic. Diamond Supply is loud as fuck. They're always Tiffany blue and black or white and Tiffany blue and black. They have a theme that they go with that is loud. When you look at Tiffany, you see a lot of silver, diamonds, maybe some gold, but mostly silver placed on black, a black suit, a black sweater, a black dress. It is about subtlety. That brand was never going to make some wild shit. 
they were never going to make something flashy. They were never going to make anything to come out of the fucking silver box era or anything like that. This is a high fashion brand. It is all about subtlety. This is quiet money. So everybody that's been arguing with me, you're a fucking idiot and you don't understand that you're not the demographic. That's why it's $400. They didn't say it's $400 because, oh, yeah, yeah. no, it's $400 and it's going to be limited. Like, I'm not even supposed to be on this list. The rep was like, I'm going to look out for you because I would like to get a new client. But they typically only do this for people who are already a part of the family. I just know how to fucking social engineer a situation. You're not me. You're not wavy. So all of these big opinions, you're not even going to touch the fucking shoe. You're not going to hit on sneakers. You're not going to hit on the raffle. You're not going to hit in store. So you can just shut the fuck up. Like, nigga, I've been arguing with swagless niggas all fucking day. And it's it's aggravating. But something else that pissed me off, because I was talking to that nigga, uh, Uncle P. And he's like, well, the Louis Vuitton is... Uh, Louis Vuitton and Virgil did it better. My nigga, Virgil and Off-White are loud and disruptive. Louis Vuitton has been loud and disruptive for a while now. As far back as, like, I'm thinking the Steven Sprouse collaboration when they did the highlight of graffiti. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. LV is loud. LV has a fucking suit with paper planes on it. Tiffany is not doing anything that wild. And for everyone talking about it's boring... Let's be honest. The best forces are boring. I mean, aside from that, Tiffany as a brand is like when you see Tiffany bracelets, you don't really know that it's Tiffany until you see that charm. Again, just like you mentioned earlier, it's about subtlety. It's it's one of those things like if you know, you know. The same thing can be said for this force. Like it does look like something that you could make on Nike ID from afar or somebody could customize. But then when you see that small Tiffany block of silver on the back and then you look at, oh, wait, this suede is different. Oh, never mind. This is this is a four hundred dollar Air Force One. Let me back off. I mean, the main reason that really made me because at first I was disappointed. Then I said a moment and thought, of, I mean, I sat there for a minute and thought about it. And you know mm-hmm. who did the exact same thing to critical acclaim? Our mom and yeah. That nigga James understands luxury to a T. He took a shoe and just used a black, somewhat grayscale palette and made one of the best Air Forces of all time. The FNF pair is basically what these Tiffany's are. Mm-hmm. So for people to sit up here to like the Air Mims but shit on the Tiffany's, it's like you're missing the fucking point. Stop looking at it as a high-low collaboration and look at it as they used a regular shoe for a high-end palette. You motherfuckers do not... You're you're not qualified to have an opinion. I'm going to talk like them gang members. You niggas aren't fancy enough. You're not wearing enough Cartier to be a part of this discussion. You niggas is regular. Stick to the sneakers app. Like, shut the fuck up, man. If like just look at the fucking suede on that shoe, and I, I know I'm being crass, mm-hmm. I'm being a complete shithead. But the way that people sit up here and are riding against the shoe, but if I were to post linens, mushroom and navies, the Italian Lux Air Forces, all the like FNF AMMs, niggas like no, those are hard. 
Why are you comparing Tiffany to a knockoff Tiffany? Diamond Supply is not Tiffany. That's a knockoff. So you're praising a knockoff and scoffing at the original. What the fuck are you doing? I mean, uh, and then on top of that, bro, like aside from the Tiffany silver accessories, that varsity jacket is ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, LeBron wasn't playing fair when he brought that out at all. At all. That fit was ridiculous. Nigga, the black pants, the jacket. I thought it was a destroyer jacket, but it was actually this uh uh-huh. Seattle based brand. I got they gonna be I might hit them next. I might hit I, them for their anniversary. I honestly thought I was like, wait, are they bringing destroyer jackets back? Is that is that returning? Nigga, that's all I wanted was fucking destroyers to come back. Bruh. That yeah, that jacket that jacket was insane. How did you feel about um What's his name? Uh, Bernard Arnault's son. Uh, B- Bernard Arnault's son. Or something. Ooh. The dude that, that's running Tiffany & Co. now was courtside. Oh, niggas roasting the fuck out of him for not knowing his shoe size. I mean, what? his fit was cool. But you can tell that nigga don't wear sneakers like that. Yeah, I mean, he did seem like, yo, put this on. This will be a good look. Like, he probably wears hella Tom Ford or some other stuff, and he had to dress down for that. Yeah. He, no, that nigga was like, uh, Uh-oh. you know what, guys? We got to push Technical these. difficulty. This fucking nigga and his welfare internet yeah. fucked up the whole recording. This nigga, oh, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I know you're not talking. I recorded everything. Good. <laughs> fuck you. I got proof, nigga. Fuck you. Alright, so yeah, back to what we were talking about. Son with his big ass forces. You can tell that nigga only wears like luxe sneakers or dress sneakers and and dress shoes. Like they're marketing. And truth be told, because I heard LV was having trouble moving their air forces, I think they might be having trouble with it because I shouldn't be on this fucking list. And also, I just don't feel like their segment, their clientele, for the most part, is not really moving for these kind of shoes. I mean, yeah, if you're trying to break into a whole nother demographic, the only thing that I would think is, you know, smart to do is you have to appeal to the sneakerheads, right? So that means you're going to have to let some sneakerheads in. You have to let influencers in. Because the people that can't afford this, they're not gonna like they don't care. So you have not to, in the slightest. So you have to do something to move the needle for something to say. You know what? Let me go ahead and break the bank to get these Tiffany Air Force Ones. You got to make moves like that. So, I mean, I could see why they're doing it. Um, I think the worst part about the picture, though, aside from the crypto punk chain, was. Homegirl that he was with probably had better shoes. Everyone likes those nasty ass LDs. I hate those. I look as somebody that's not even an ALD fan. Those are hard. I'm not gonna hold you. Like it, even if they weren't hard, they definitely took all the attention away from that shoe. I'm yeah because they're fucking ugly. You ain't shit. I don't like them. I don't like them. But that that's a that's a Davon thing. 
Yeah, it is what it is. I don't even like them, but I like them. I mean, I, I can't knock anybody. I'm clearly in the minority, and that one I'm not going to fight niggas on. I am not an NB connoisseur, so my feelings are moot. Um, so, I mean, I think we can just agree that, you know, Tiffany and company knocked this, uh, knocked this collaboration off the park. Sorry. I, I would just... say so. <laughs> no, don't apologize to them niggas. Get some class in your life. So, if we, uh, oh, and, and for people that said, uh, yeah, Virgil. I lo- Are you look, talking I about love- that lady? Yeah. I mean, and we both had very respectable answers, or we addressed it respectfully. Yeah, I think we should continue to do so. Um, as much as we give credit to Virgil, uh, Nike doing, or just brands doing collaborations with higher-end brands is nothing new under the sun, like, whatsoever. Um Go ahead. Well, she expanded on it. Like when me and her had our conversation, she expanded where she was saying that specifically Virgil opened the door to LVMH brands. So Tiffany is owned by LVMH and so on and so forth. It's just the way that that tweet, like her original tweet was written, it sounded like she was talking in general. Mm -hmm. But once she got specific, I was like, okay, I understand what you're saying. And I apologize because I'm like, I misunderstood. Now, it's an easy uh, misunderstanding to make, but I'm just glad that we had that conversation because, yeah, I don't like how some people like to be revisionists and act like Adidas wasn't out here collaborating with every big fashion brand. And now Nike is dipping its toe. Of course, Nike Nike's doing it pretty well, but that's not front like the Rick Owens and Ralph Simmons Adidas wasn't fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I think in this conversation we forgot to we forgot to mention the original collaborator. Like aside from Dapper Dan, I think we also need to give credit to Lil Flip for having the first Air Force <laughs> with Gucci on. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, look, man, like these collaborations were a long time in the making and it's just good to finally see official collabs. You know what I mean? Like we don't have to do the bootleg stuff because it's been ingrained in our culture for the longest. But now people are finally getting it picked up and you can like try to attribute it to sneakerhead culture, whatever that looks like to you. But more and more time passes where I'm kind of looking at DJ Clark Kent like, man, you know what? Nigga was right. I get it. I disagree with some things, but this guy might be right. He ain't always wrong. Yeah. So, uh, go go ahead. Oh, no, nigga. I already said my piece. I was about to say, uh, I think we, we beat this horse to death. All right. So, just to move down the list, since we in the LVMH um, house... Supreme has a collaboration uh, with Nike, and they are bringing back the Nike Air Bacon. <sighs> Stussy too. I don't. I meant to send that to you. Whoa! All right, all right, wait. All right. If we talking about Stussy, what they did with the Penny Twos, I just I gotta that probably was one of the most disappointing collaborations that I've seen from them and just in general in a long time. 
Like those black and electro green penny twos or ripstop wasn't doing nothing. The black joints with denim or whatever and ripstop trash. So hopefully if they bring the bacon out and it that seems that's that's if they're bringing I don't like them. If they bring the bacon out, even with the Supreme and a Stussy release, then that means we're going to see a GR release, which means that they're probably going to bring the OG colorway back. But if it's anything like the Penny One, it's going to be impossible to get, and I'm going to be sad as shit. Because I need another pair. As a nigga who don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck. I always thought those shits was ugly. You bugging. I just wonder what Supreme's flip is going to be because that rendering with the S on the little tab and then Supreme on the side by the toes, it got to be a little bit more. Like, you got to put, like, Supreme, the fake uh, Supreme slash Allah on the back or just have, like, a flame S. What if they just came back and just made them shits all leather? Just something fucking stupid. If the colorway was hard, because that's what the uh, ambush joints are. The um, gosh, I can't remember what the model name is. Uh, Air Force, you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Hold up, hold the fuck up. Because I'm looking at Air Bacons to make sure I hate them, nigga. A pair of Air Bacons sold on StockX for seven twenty five. Get the fuck out of here. That's about right, niggas. That is about right. Niggas is living wild. They nah, them shits is doo doo butter. What you think is gonna happen when Duncan's come back out? Yeah, but that's a shoe that's worth stabbing a nigga over. Fucking air bacon's. Oh my! They only got the Allah on the back. I'm good. That's because if you got the joints of Allah on the back, they would just explode. What are you talking about? I was about to make a wild joke, but I'm not. Uh, don't get me in trouble. Don't get yourself <laughs> no in trouble, stupid. <laughs> yeah, no. Air Bacons is doo doo butter. I'm super good on them shit. I, I just hope this Supreme collaboration does them justice. I'm not expecting too much out of Stussy because that Penny collab was trash. But Nike, whatever you do, just please make as many Air Bacons in that OG colorway as possible. Please. Please. For for a DMV resident, uh, my shut up, fuck you. I ain't do nothing. Yeah, don't say nothing either. Anyways, uh, let's go down the list. Um, since we still we still kind of speaking about high fashion. Actually, did you want to? We could talk about uh, Pyre Moss last. Okay. Oh, that's gonna be a fun one. Uh, um, so small notes, OVO and the NFL have a collaboration since we were talking about collaborations. And, uh, I don't know why OVO is making NFL merch. Doo-doo butter. <laughs> I'm not even mad at them for making it. Who I'm mad at is why the fuck is this nigga getting a license to do this shit? Like, it's, is it, is it Nike? No, this is all his stuff. This is like independently made, and that's here's my issue. That owl is a horrible logo. It doesn't look good in unison with other logos. 
It doesn't blend itself well to stuff outside of polos and t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Like, why the fuck do I want a Green Bay Packers hoodie with a big-ass owl and then a little G on the side? It should be the reverse. And then as far as the varsity jackets, this might just be a Davon thing. It might just be me. But I am so fucking tired of seeing varsity jackets filled to the goddamn brim with patch, 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 all up and down the arm. Like, I get the inspiration behind it because I don't know if many niggas going to remember this, but like in 05, 06, was it Majestic? I forgot who had the license at the time, but they made NFL jackets and the jackets like were the same color as the team and it had the Super Bowl patches for every year they won. Mm-hmm. It they flipped that, but they just put the helmet with the year and the NFL crest and then the the owl. And I'm just like, I don't want that. Like, I did a Photoshop where you took it off the sleeves and it's much better. And somebody's like, take the fucking owl off the, like, the OVO off the chest too. Because I'm just sitting there like, who the fuck want, like, if I'm Canadian, I probably don't have a connection with these teams. And if I'm American... I don't want no fucking Drake out or my goddamn football varsity. I am not mad at the jackets. It's just the OVO logo. Like it just doesn't belong. Like I never will look at Drake and think, hey, you know what? He should maybe do something with the NFL. Like I, I guess I it's 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 way too random and it's unwarranted. I don't I don't know. I don't understand. Maybe it's just him trying to expand the OVO brand, but it's certain things I don't know. Maybe if we see it, the quality will maybe, you know, change my opinion on it, but Nigga, I don't bro. give a fuck if it was made by Jesus Christ himself. I don't want no goddamn Ravens jacket with a fucking owl on it. I mean <laughs> I guess. I, if he dropped, all right, I'll say this much. Depending on the type of jacket, like if it's if it's the wool body with the leather sleeves, with yeah. minimal patches, and a small owl uh, logo on the sleeve, what are we talking about? Okay, so if I were to redesign the jacket, I would remove. All the patches except for maybe the NFL patch or maybe that most significant Super Bowl patch from the arm. Mm-hmm. And I will put the owl, like a little owl on the chest or maybe just use the owl on the butt. The owl just doesn't fit. Like, At all. no, like I like the Bape NBA collection because you just took the jerseys and you put the first camo print in the color of the jersey. That's hard. That's a hard update. The MLB, they did the same thing. They took some of their iconography and applied it to a classic. So it's updated, but it still shows that, no, this, this is the NBA. And it put Bape as the name on the back. That I'm okay with. But I... Yeah, the the way that OVO did it was they just took an NFL product and put OVO on it. Yeah, it's like when they did their Looney Tunes collection. They just... I'm not going to blame Drake because I know he's not designing this. But he has a very fucking tacky team. 
But as a whole, he's a tacky ass nigga. So, ugh. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not really curious about this, but it was, you did have to make a note about it because I'm like, bro, what are you doing? I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to see a lot more projects like this where it's just, it doesn't fit. It's just, it's random and people are just doing stuff for a money grab. It almost feels sort of like, um, like mischief, just trying to break into the industry any way possible. And so, because they have the means to do it, they're just going to do it without necessarily making the right... Uh, without class? Connections. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. So, got to make sure that they uh, that they cover in all bases before they just jump into a certain industry. Like, you're not Nasty. bait yet. Um, Nasty. And a small note, too. Uh, I I didn't write the name of the store, but uh, there has been a trend of raffles switching to EQL to combat bots. Um, And I think this is this is definitely an ISO. What do you think about it? Because I I still can't buy shit. Oh, I mean, I so EQL is a gift and a curse. Mm -hmm. Like for those aren't familiar, it's supposed to be anti-bot in the sense that. It tracks your activity. It sees how you enter, what's your IP, all this other stuff. So it is supposed to be the anti-bot bot. I mean, raffles situation. You can't mass enter because it requires an actual phone number, but people can make fake accounts. You can do a lot that potentially could pass it. We don't know yet. But it's better than those fucking stores doing those days-long raffles where niggas are just getting their, their asses pounded. Like AMM with their trash-ass raffles. So for them to see all these stores just saying, fuck it, we're going to put it off to them. I like it. Now, from what I understand, the raffle bots do have a mechanism for it. But I don't think it's winning the same. And instead of getting an invoice from a lot of these, like from the stores... It just charges your car and they ship the shoes out to you. So it also puts niggas in a precarious position where if I want 15 raffles of a shoe that's a maybe good item, I'm not getting stuck with a non-refundable shoe versus, oh shit, I just got hit for $1,500 and I, I, I can't return or send any of these back. So I'm excited for it. But the downside is once you hit, they straight up tell you, you aren't winning for a long ass time. And it's not at that specific store. It's in general. Mm. So it's kind of like trying to find the proper way to like the proper balance you want. Excuse me. You want to take L's. So your account powers up, but then you don't want to take an L on something that fucking sucks just before a big raffle. Like I'm upset that I won the Huff Dunks leading into february because it's like fuck what if like go ahead so no so quick question is it is it like a like a universal database like if another store uses eql and you win um you like if you win the huff dunks from huff does that eliminate you from winning something on not supreme but another store that uses eql yeah so it's just all one big pool but that's the beauty of it. Uh, You're gonna hit. Like they they tell you, every L powers your account up. 
So you slowly go Super Saiyan. And once you go Super Saiyan, you spin. Because I've only hit on my EQL, EQL account twice. And it was almost a year apart. So, it, this ain't what you want. This ain't what you want. This ain't what you want. But, in a way, it also works. Because I don't use, like, not many stores were using EQL. So, it wasn't like I was getting many opportunities to enter. Mm-hmm. But, next time when those Travis uh, dunks, I mean, not dunks, Jordan 1s come out. It's going to be a whole bunch of raffles all at once. So, you might be LLL power up. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll see. It, I, it, something, gotta, something really got to make me jump in order to get out there and try it out. Like, I, it's not too much stuff that's on my calendar except them threes <laughs> and them ones. I mean, it's a couple of joints that if I can, you know. If I can Nigga, when the Travis has come out, enter for me. I got this L waiting for you. I need them shits. Me and Kazi need piss. Oh, you talking about the olive green joints? Yes, nigga. All right, I got you. Say less. Uh, so, <laughs> with that being said, let's get into <laughs> a couple our last couple crazy topics. Do you watch BMF? No. Uh, are you a fan of Frankie Beverly and Maze? I mean, yeah, it's cool. I'm not sitting up there like yo, turn on September. Nigga, that <laughs> that's Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm gonna get slaughtered for that one. All right, let me see. Let me see. Uh, Cause I was I was Do thinking you remember? of it. Why you sound like Tupac? <laughs> the very first time in September. All right, so there's this clip of uh, pretty much is is. Is a guy named Lamar. Like, you know, BMF, the dude named Meech, his son, is playing in the series. And Lamar is like his his um, rival or, you know, his the antithesis of him. Uh-huh. And there's a scene where he's in the interrogation room and they're just... I don't know what the entire situation is. I don't watch a show like that, but I find the show, like the clips that I do see to be hilarious. And I say all that to say this. <clears throat> Matter of fact, I don't even like to sing in public, so I'm going to just step off camera real quick. We're not uploading this shit. Oh, my God. Yes, we are. We're uploading the audio, so relax. So, okay. anyways. Niggas can see audio now. No, I'm screen recording the video, dickhead. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Yo, all right, relax. No, nah, because you being stupid. I'm closing right. my eyes, nigga. Go ahead. <laughs> Nike lawsuits everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Their lawyers just don't care. Dog. That's, that was beautiful, nigga. I, yeah, I appreciate it. You know, I'll be doing a little something. If we did the pod in the shower, I got notes for you all day. Pause. No. <laughs> Shower pot, shower pot. I'm telling you, I'm like the best singer and freestyler in the shower. This nigga just want to have his meat out singing. All right, so Nike lawsuits, everybody catching lawsuits, motherfucking lawyers out here doing triple doubles in the courtroom. I have nothing but respect for it because I didn't even know Lululemon sold shoes, but Nike. That's so. All right, so we got. 
Nike suing Bape, which um was probably the biggest. That was like a woes bomb when it dropped. Like, yeah, we needed the. We need the soundboard. It is coming. I tell you, it, it is coming. Um, but dog, like them suing Bape, and then the layout provided by Sneaker Legal on IG. I'm almost. I don't even think uh, Saya did an IG live about it. But goofy ass nigga don't want that. But the lawsuit detailed five specific models that Bape had bit from Nike, and boy, the only thing that I was questioning was I thought Bape was hard to sue because they aren't. Pardon me, a U.S. company. Right, but they have dealings in the U.S. Yeah, so. I wonder what the straw that broke the camel's back was. I think it might have been that Drake uh, or the OVO sound joints. I think it was the off-white beeps that that Virgil wore before he passed. And Nike was like, you know what? Fuck these niggas. Also, I mean, that and it was a few years back when he really fucked up the shape of the Bapester. And then they went back to close to the Air Force One. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> Bape had, still hasn't been relevant for a long ass time. Like, I, I mean, they have their moments. Like, them doing the reissue of the Marvel pack mm-hmm. definitely generated a lot of buzz. But I think what Nike's doing right now is cleaning house. Anybody what? that owes the money is fucking dead. So, Bape, I can understand, especially when someone that said, yo, they met with Bape like 10 years ago and told them, yo, stop what you're doing. And they just let everything just pile up and pile up and pile up. So they had an undeniable case. So I can understand them coming for Bape's coins in that regard. Like, yo, stop. They want their money. I don't think they want their money. Yeah. Like. Sock Jig and Sneaker Legal and a few other people are just saying most cases like this typically end out of court. Right. Now, what I want to see is, is Bape IT Corp going to fight them like Yums did? Because Yums got a covenant to not sue. Will Bape be the ones to do it? Will Kai be the one to do it? Because who the fuck wants to go to court for the 800 pound gorilla? With infinite money and time. Literally, Bape. <laughs> like, Bape is a gorilla, too. Like, literally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, IT Group. I mean, IT Corp owns a lot of shit. They got deep pockets. They got deep Chinese pockets. So, I don't think they're that concerned. But I don't know what the revenue for Bape is. So, that's a tough one. To see if they're actually going to go through with it. Because the Bapester has become a big part of their collections now. But at the same time, I wonder if Nike can just keep compiling lawsuit after lawsuit and making this a costly endeavor. I don't know. It It's a weird one. But I think Nike is just trying to clear everything up. They want to get the fucking fakes out the paint. Like I'm surprised they haven't sued Reddit yet for r slash reps. Oh, uh, uh, that's a tough I mean, one. 
That's Section two thirty, you can't be held liable for it. But Louis Vuitton did sue eBay back in the day, so that's why eBay started cleaning up a lot of shit. Like it's not completely clean, but they got their asses handed to them. I mean, I think with this, I think it's the same pattern of just setting precedents. Like, yo, right. we went after all the guys. We went after Cool Kai. We went after Warren Lotus. We went after John Geiger. We got to go after Bape. Like, it's we ha- we're obligated to. If we went after everyone that tried us, Bape was the first. I'm so. just glad that niggas can no longer point and say, why they let the Asian man do it, but when a black man makes fake Air Forces, now, no, everybody's getting that shit. Everybody's getting a taste of the lawyer, like the lawyer dickin. Um, so with that being said, I do not have the same feelings for this company or the same sentiment with Nike suing Lululemon, and I'll tell you why. Because Nike is suing Lululemon for the use of Flyknit technology. Um. So I'm going to assume Nike had won the lawsuit against Adidas, or Adidas has sued Nike over PrimeNet versus FlyNet, right? Right. Um, and I'm going to assume that Nike had won whatever that is, whether it be Adidas sued them or Nike countersued, whatever. I don't remember if that haven't got settled yet. All right. How many people really knew that Lululemon made shoes like that? Um, middle-aged white women? Okay. Not our demographic. I think I think they're doing the same thing again, just setting precedents. But with this, this is a little bit of Nike getting to the business of fear mongering. Yeah. I mean Because bro, like Lululemon shoes ain't competing with Flyknit shoes. Now I wonder if it's a patent protection type of thing where they have to show legally that they are protecting their assets so they don't lose it. Like there I, has to be some method to that madness. I, that would make sense if they have if they still have an open you know court case with Adidas that they would show action that hey we own this. But at the same time, it probably gave Lululemon more advertisement than they've ever had. No, no I mean I, I don't know think. Lul- I know Lululemon is, it's a very big brand, like as far as clothing wise. But when we talk about shoes, people aren't us. We're not checking for Lululemon shoes. We're not checking. Like if that's the case, uh, Nike needs to go back and sue the hell out of Shaq. Like for all his stuff that he puts in Walmart. They might. I mean, we don't know what the fuck Nike's going to do next. Like, they've been moving weird ever since they said international shipping is no longer allowed. So, I don't understand what it is, but I have a feeling it has to be something legal or it's all a part of their grand scheme to go fully D to C. Whatever it is. No, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, whatever it is, them motherfuckers have some sort of devious master plan. So... I don't know. I just think it's a very strange situation that is happening right now. I just want fucking... 
I just want niggas to sue bot makers. That's all I fucking want. Like, I don't care about Bape. After Nigo left, that shit has been ass. Fuck Lululemon. Like, that whole situation, I see two niggas, like, two demographics in their own yard, both looking at Nike like, that's weird. But it's not like, oh, man, now I want Lululemon. No, the people who want Lululemon don't care about this lawsuit. If anything, they're just going to buy more of them to make sure they have them for when their pants get worn out. I mean, that's not advertising. That's just hoarding. Like, look at how niggas went crazy when they said, yo, Twinkies are going to be discontinued. I haven't eaten a Twinkie since 2001. I'm going to go buy six boxes. That's just American stupidity. Them joints got his best out in them. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Nike, how do you feel like, um, how do you feel that all these lawsuits is affecting Nike's image? Do you think it is going to have a negative impact? Because I feel like they're just trying to kill everything. No. (laughs) Nigga, hold on. Let me go on a little sidebar. You know who's making Nike look bad? Fucking Nike. My nigga. That dumbass. No, not even that. Consumers don't give a fuck about that. Niggas niggas haven't cared about Bapesters. Niggas don't care about Lululemons. People are just looking at like, damn, I don't want to get on Nike's bad side. But who's killing Nike's goodwill is Nike itself. Like that dumbass Sneakers Live uh, episode, this made no fucking sense. They do big drop after big drop, and it doesn't fucking work. They do a fucking scratch release for the Valentine's Air Forces, and no one can check out. Then they fix it, and only iPhone users can check out. And then with this drop, only Android users could see the shop button for certain releases. The whole drop was botched. Then on top of that, it was a minuscule restock. Mm-hmm. For them to try to build this whole community thing, no one cares about the lawsuits. But when you get me to watch your live stream where a British nigga is talking about beans on toast, and then I take a fucking L. I'm not even being funny. He actually talked about it. And then I take a fucking L on Jackie Robinson's on the first day of Black History Month? Fuck them crackers. Nigga, I'm mad as shit. Jackie Robinson did not die for me to not get his shoes. Even though I got a pair. But that's still bullshit. I'm like, nah. Nike, Nike can sue whoever the fuck they want. I hope they use the money that they get from this shit to fix the goddamn app. Oh, I don't fuck. Nigga, they can sue my mother. I'm still buying I'm lying. But they can sue anybody. No one cares about legalities. Companies get sued all the time. The only reason we know so much is because sneakers are big business and the blogs are all over it. As soon as Sock and uh, Sneaker Legal post about it, every fucking sneaker account is like, did you hear? Did you hear? Nike sued him again. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I am curious to see how these are going to play out. I don't really care about what's going to happen with Lululemon. It's just more so like, damn, who these niggas finna sue next? Nike, it, Nike, it, I, I wonder who's going to win. Like if they brought Celebrity Deathmatch back, I wonder who would win between Nike and Marvin Gaye. Because them niggas sue everybody. <sighs> That would be a fun fucking lawsuit. <laughs> Marvin Gaye's state is what? I ain't even getting the blurred lines. Them songs don't sound nothing alike. But that's beside the fucking point. 
What are you talking? It sounds just alike. I it's literally the same song. Yo, God bless my grandfather. The only time I ever argued with him was about that. It's something wrong with niggas is. Them songs don't sound shit alike. <laughs> it's something wrong with your ears. The the thing is, right? Small tangent. What they try to do is um like the rules now are you can re-record something with live instrumentation and it could not count as like a sample depending on how you do it. Right. But yeah, the Marvin Gaye estate was like, yo, quit playing with us. Like give us our money. That like you just straight bit us. And they Nigga, couldn't they... move otherwise. And they screwed Robin Thick over because I think whatever contract he had with Pharrell, like he just bought the song outright. It just paid Pharrell for his services, so Pharrell's name is wiped clean aside from production credits, right? Because you know uh-huh. it's a Neptune song. So Marvin, I mean, uh, uh, Robin Thicke got hit with everything. Everything. That shit destroyed his life. Made that nigga so stupid he cheated on his wife and destroyed his career. That's crazy. You know what? Fuck it. You know what? Round of applause. Black History Month. <laughs> What's going on? Anyways, um, I did want to do something. I mean, we kind of should have discussed this in pre-pro, but um, I because it is Black History Month, I did want to shine light on, like, I guess less. Well, it could be like famous or less famous black designers in the sneaker community, but we didn't really discuss it prior to. So I think. You know, you're just going to say what Virgil and Tremendous. Shut the fuck up. Go ahead, nigga. (laughs) Anyways. All right. So uh, just this is the last topic on our docket. There was recently an article written by The Cut uh, speaking about Kirby Jean Raymond, better known as the figure behind Pyre Moss. Um, which had most most notable work has been with Reebok. Um, the article, when I first read it, I was like, this isn't too bad. A lot of people described it as a modern-day lynching because the article spoke of him in a very negative light. When I reread the article, you know how long that article was. I reread oh, it, it like... Long shit. I read it like probably three or four times, and when I finally got to like the fourth time, I was like, yeah, they trying to crucify him. In retrospect, now, after thinking about it, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. I only read it once because I got a fucking four-year-old running around the house and I'm trying to read. All right. But once I mulled on it for a bit, they really painted my mans out to be a complete fucking moron. And I thought that was crazy. And... I don't like what happened, but more than the article, I don't like the discourse that's followed with people just dunking on Sun. Like, unless there are allegations or true stories about him, like confirmed stories of him out here being a complete dickhead and harming people, he just made clothes and fucked up Louis Vuitton's money. Yeah, it, to me, it seemed like what they tried to do with the article, they tried to make it seem like it's as neutral as possible. Like, we're only going to state facts. 
But then when they started naming what type of cars he came in, I guess to try to give it context or give him context, it was more so someone that's ingratiated themselves in the high fashion culture, but did not deliver. And then there were all these little tidbits saying, yo, he didn't pay people, he didn't do this. They gave him opportunities. He wanted shows in unreasonable uh, settings, this, that, and the third. I was like, oh, somebody had a friend that worked at the cut, and they are trying to bury him. Yeah, because I saw somebody, the person, like a person sent me the article from someone else posting it. I'm like, woo, I love journalism. I don't give a fuck if this is coming on the brink of Black History Month. And I was like... This is mad negative for a nigga that makes clothes. Like, this article better be scathing. And I just read it, and I'm just like, okay, it sounds like MC Hammer. He wanted these clothes, like, he wanted his shows on his terms in his neighborhood around people that look like him. And he paid people that he wanted to be at his show. You know, he got his own choir. He's got these rappers. He's got these singers. He has the people that he feels as though should be in place, in place for this. And I like his response when, like, he was like, you know, other designers are allowed to grow and fail and do as they please without the scrutiny that I'm receiving right now. And I thought that was a very fair response. Mm -hmm. Fuck their race. If you are running your business and you are fucking up your business, that's fine. But I don't think you should vilify the person because it's not a hospital. It's not a charity. If he makes clothes and then doesn't have enough money to produce a full run to sell to the public, that's a him problem. That's not a problem for the world. Like, I appreciate journalism and I appreciate calling people out. But let's call out bad actors for bad shit. Don't make this scathing piece about a nigga fucking up a bag that he got from LVMH. And it was, I mean, there were quite a few things in there. Like, I'm pretty sure fashion houses lose money all the time. All the oh, time. left and right. So what makes him different other than the fact that he is black and I think it was it was pretty much people trying to capitalize off a movement. Like, if we back him, then we should be reaping all the benefits of supporting a black creator. This guy specifically did not become the next Virgil, and we are upset. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I just think it's weird, and I like how they skated over his Reebok, like his Reebok work, because... Mm -hmm. They damn near I didn't like the shoes. Yeah, like I didn't like the shoes. I thought the shoes were fucking hideous, but I love the clothes. And the response that I saw from most other people were that the Reeboks were fantastic. Mm. For him to go to fucking Reebok of all places and make clothes and shoes that actually sell, I think should be celebrated by everybody. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just... I hate what's I, I hate what that article has become. And I don't want to see this man pulled down because what he's doing is fantastic. I don't expect him to hit it out the park all the time. Because as much as we praise Virgil now, 
Let's not revise history like niggas didn't hate Virgil for a long time. Let's not front like there wasn't an immediate and strong backlash to Pyrex Vision using the polo rugby's. That shit is funny now. But before, niggas was furious with Virgil. The 10 was not looked at fondly from jump. A lot of niggas thought a lot of that shit was ugly. They just wanted to flip it. So, I don't like putting one person up on a pedestal while scoffing at someone else. Kirby and Virgil are not the same. Like, fashion like blackness is not a monolith. They are two different niggas in two different lanes making their own things. And I appreciate them both for what they've done. I wish I could get some Pyre Moss clothes. I want to support him and I love his design. But if I can't, I can't. I'm just glad that he's been able to live out his dreams and do these fantastic things and put on the people that he wants to see win. Hey, I could. Um, that, the first thing I did think of is, man, I sure do think that... Uh my homeboy could pull off that big can of peanut butter outfit amazingly. Nigga, I would rock the shit out of that. Like, like I told Sock, Jake, niggas see me, I'm like, you peanut butter and jealous, huh, bitch? This shit hard. This shit hard. I know that shit corny. I don't give a fuck. This shit hard. Nah, if that nigga made, like, a peanut butter can, like, a peanut butter jar jacket, I, I nigga, nigga, nigga. Shoot, what if no, 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 no. What if he made a varsity jacket with patches of all the black inventions that he No, no, no. What? It's I'm very particular. I'm very particular. When it comes to varsity jackets, I see them as a canvas for materials Mm. and Patches here and there. There's a way to do an overloaded jacket, but it's it's a very fine line. I don't I, think I, it would work. I, I, I hit a soft spot because this nigga's making a varsity jacket. Son, uh, hold up. All right. <laughs> Lene called me a pussy. She was like, nigga, you've been talking about doing clothes for all these fucking years. Yeah, shout out, Lene. She's like, you've been talking about doing clothes all these fucking years. If you don't go to make this fucking jacket... And she, yo, nigga, she pushed, she kicked me in my ass. She was like, look, do the jacket. How much is it going to cost? We crunched it. I'm just like, nigga, you got that. Here, we got some money on the side from our, from our other business. Let's use that. Boom, boom, boom. Nigga, the shit's all funded. I, so now I'm up here. I got my little sketch, my little sketch thing. I got a notes app. Nigga, color selections. So I've always appreciated the varsity jacket. Now... That I'm doing a collaboration. I'm not even going to call myself a creator. Just looking at shit really is making me realize why I don't buy many varsity jackets with patches. Like, it's just... It's like, I don't want fucking George Washington Carver on my breasts. Like, nigga, no. No. Now, if he did a jacket, a varsity jacket with the proportions of a fucking jar, mm-hmm. that's some shit I've never seen. That's hilarious. Nigga. So do you do you like stuff like I know for one time when I used to have hella hair, one of my things was uh I really like the rapper Stolly. He used to put a lot of pins on his hat. Like I think yeah. that was the first person that I saw do that. And then some people follow suit. So I had this Malcolm X fitted 
that I used to put pins on anything that kind of uh, represented like black culture and whatnot. What if what would you want to have a lot of pins on it? Again, just to like if you had some sort of idea like, yo, let me get a jar of peanut butter, a stoplight, um, a water gun, this, that, and the third, all these black conventions, and make pins or patches, what would you want them on? I'd rather them on a leather jacket or like a car jacket, a car, like essentially like a, a longer. NASCAR joint? No, 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 no. I would have to show you, but it's basically a longer wool coat that kind of looks like a bomber jacket. Okay. Or, better yet, a coach jacket. You take something like that, and I've actually seen it. I got to send you the picture. If you took a jacket like that and overloaded it with patches, it's amazing, especially in an ignorant color. Because it was like a varsity coach jacket or kind of like a park. It was a parka, and it was yellow. And it had all the track and field patches from like a school, just all around it, 360. And it was amazing. Had they just done the front, it would have been nasty. If they had just done the back, it would have been nasty. But the front and back and the sleeves were filled to the point where it's so ridiculous that it's good. With a varsity jacket, it's very hard to do that without it being tacky. Like when it's lived in and you can see like, okay, this person was a swimmer. So they got the big swimming joint in the back. They won the swim meet in 66, 67. They got their like their uh their initials here. That makes sense versus peanut butter, George Washington Carver, traffic light, gas mask. What like what is the jack gonna be? Black body, red and green sleeves? Come on, let's be right on the fucking nose. Ew, nigga. The fact that you I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nah, I'm let's kidding. end this Relax. shit. Well, all right. I I do have one more idea. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just put it on the show in case somebody wants to make it, right? So, uh, what's his name? Boogie Westside Boogie just came out with an album not too long ago. I think it's called "We Need More Black Superheroes." Okay. And hypothetically speaking, if I was a teacher, hypothetically speaking, what I wanted to do for Black History Month was I wanted to wear black superhero logos. But I wanted to have like even Blank Man, Meteor Man, Static Shock. I was about to say, if you don't say Static Shock already. Oh, yeah, I was Static Shock for a long time. But uh, but yeah, like I wanted to do something where there was some sort of collection of, you know, let's get these logos and put out some sort of, you know, something, that, some sort of capsule collection that represents all the black superheroes that we have and even the less notable ones like a Blank Man. Or other man, just you know, shit. If there was a logo for Shaft, <laughs> just a big ass dick. Oh. All right. Anyways, shit! we are going to conclude this episode. This has been <laughs> an audio adventure, and uh, we will hopefully never have to do another digital show again. Don't get AIDS. I'm trying not to. You know what I mean. I, I go to work with the gas mask now. I, Pretty much. Uh, anyways, any uh, any last words? Uh, damn, you made it sound like I was going to die. Final thoughts? Uh, yeah. Final thoughts. Yes, my bad. <laughs> last words before this nigga kills me. Uh, keep an eye out. Well, you niggas follow me on Twitter. You seen the jacket? Mm-hmm. 
Buy the goddamn jacket when it comes in. I'm going to have the sample hopefully by mid or late March. Support my fucking business. It's Black History Month. So shout out to black people on white guilt. And search your shop.com. Buy some shit. If you listen to the show, hit me up. I'll give you a discount. If you black, you get a discount. If you white, you get a discount. If you buy more shit, you get even more of a discount. Basically, just keep buying shit. So yeah, support okay. black business. Yeah, support black business. Uh, uh, final thoughts, yo, David. Glad that you feeling that you on the mend. All right. That nigga being mean to me. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, I am glad my nigga getting better. Yes, I'm glad my man is on the mend. Um, Jerlisa sending positive energy your way if you happen to you know catch this. Um, and everybody else, again, man, just it's Black History Month, man. Celebrate, celebrate Black excellence with us. Why is it? Nigga, celebrate, celebrate I, Black excellence. Celebrate Black mediocrity. Celebrate niggas in general. No, 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 no. Fuck that. We don't got to be phenomenal. Celebrate being a nigga. Be black, be great. I know, but I'm just saying. Whatever. Anyways, yeah. Black excellence, black royalty. Peace, niggas.